it's nine o'clock, 10 o'clock and we're back at the hotel. And I'm like, I haven't worked out today. I, I told myself I'd work out every day. I'm going to go down and jog for 30 minutes on the treadmill. <laughs> I would literally be drunk. It's not, it's like, we're laughing, but I don't want anybody to think this is like something they should try. I would jog drunk on the treadmill to, to try to burn off the shit that I'd done to myself previously. Right before sleep. Right before sleep. This is the Medicine Podcast. I am Mimi, mushroom queen, AHCC educator, and culinary nutrition expert. I am quite obsessed with providing the unique knowledge for those that want to prevent disease in their body, in their mind, and in their relationships. If that's you, then you are in the exact right place, my love. Let's go take the medicine. (laughs) Oh man, that story from Chase. I die every time. You guys will hear the full story towards the end of this episode. Oh man, it's good. Okay, so I'm going to keep this intro short and sweet. I'm sure all of you know the feeling of going on vacation or a trip of some kind. And instead of feeling refreshed and rejuvenated... When you come back, you come home to your regular life feeling kind of gross, maybe unhealthy, just not good, not your best. And today we're sharing with all you beautiful souls, our best travel medicine. That's what we're calling it. I know you, just like us, are invested in your health every single day, and that doesn't have to change when you travel. So these are some unique travel medicines that we use and incorporate into our lives when we travel, and they really help us to not only stay healthy and feeling good when we're on the road, but also, you know, coming back home feeling refreshed and literally thriving from our time away. It's so much more than just eating salads for every meal. We can do better than that. So I invite you to jot down our tips, maybe in your phone or text them to yourself so you have them ready to go when you're planning your next vacation or trip. And after you're done listening, hit that little arrow button and send to your favorite travel buddy so you guys can get on the same frequency of travel health. All right? All right. Enjoy, my loves. Good morning, my love. Good morning. (laughs) And good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all you listening. Whatever time of day you're listening, we are so happy that you are joining us on The Medicine if this is the first time you're listening, um, we we like to say we are a PG-13 dive into disease prevention for body, mind, and relationships. My name is Nimi, and I have my love and my life soul partner here, Chase. What is up, beautiful people, party people, non-party people, <laughs> those of you who are so incredibly blessed to share in this life experience with us with everybody I don't know <laughs> you guys saying. are blessed and we're blessed we're too blessed. <laughs> basically thanks for joining us um we call these episodes under the red hat where chase and i are just talking some of our episodes consist of us interviewing amazing people experts uh individuals fascinating people and souls and some of them are just um, us connecting, talking, and being under this red hat, as we call it. Do you want to explain the the red hat? Yeah, and and it probably warrants its own podcast someday mm-hmm. uh, in its entirety. But high level, a couple bullet points. I'll summarize it. 
there was a time where we were out and about and it was um, a little bit hectic, chaotic, um, not an environment we would have been in and I'll kind of leave it at that or wanted to be in and I will uh, sort of leave it at that. It was you and I in this very, very um, uncomfortable scenario environment and I think there was definitely fear creeping into you know both of our parts to some degree. At that point in time, you were wearing a red hat, a, a baseball cap-ish type hat, and I grabbed the bill of the hat and cupped my hands around the bill, and so it was literally just you and I in a tunnel staring at each other in the eyes and basically said, it's all good. This is our exclusive channel. It's safe in here under the red hat. And uh, you know, from then on, we started talking about how our connection through that channel, that special channel, and the frequency that we so often uh, connect on to have conversation just in general uh, can be referred to as Under the Red Hat. So with that, we rolled that into these podcast episodes because we are inviting all of you under the red hat into mm -hmm. our uh, safe channel of communication and connection, and thus the red hat. Plus it kind of like complements nicely the mushroom yeah. <laughs> uh, sort of like theme that we so often find ourselves uh, in with the cap of a mushroom oftentimes being portrayed as red mm -hmm. uh, under the red cap of the mushroom is uh, under the red hat of the mushroom if you will is uh, pretty fitting so lots of synchronizations yes I love it thanks for that beautiful explanation was that explained well okay, yeah it good. was no it was <clears throat> so we are with love inviting you all into our exclusive channel safe place uh, we talk about this a lot just amongst ourselves but i also get it in my dms and people that talk to me about the podcast um this overwhelming feedback um positive feedback of um i like this feeling of safety when they listen like it's safe to dive into what I thought to be wrong or bad or hush hush whether it be talking about HPV or um, astrology or crystals or religion or whatever all these kind of taboo hush hush topics it opens the door and opens uh, opens the door into a safe place for people to start asking more questions about themselves about others about the universe about God whatever and I think that that's a really important place for us to keep providing to people. And I hear all the time, like, by you you or you guys sharing, it was like a permission slip for me to go into those places inside myself and start healing or even just shining the light on what I've been avoiding for a long time. I get that all the time. And it's really, really refreshing and um, just... It's so it just like warms my heart to hear because yeah. that's at the at the core that's what I want this to be. Oh, it's great feedback. That's every intention of, uh, you know, the communication channel that we choose to live our life through mm -hmm. uh, between the two of us and who our tribe would be, which is absolutely the listeners <laughs> of this podcast. Um, and yeah, it's safe. It's safe to cry it's safe to uncontrollably laugh um be incredibly vulnerable to the point of um tears and fart jokes and like <laughs> yeah. you you can be you and express whatever you're feeling even if it's not something that you're going to potentially take on and uh like make a part of your life you know some yeah. of these things that we're we're bringing into the medicine universe of 
uh, new topics for discussion, you know, experts that we're bringing in in some path. We're not necessarily putting all of those things into our life, right. but we're allowing a safe space for those conversations uh, to be had for us to at mm-hmm. least at the minimum play them out in our minds and, and see how they would fit in our life and uh, take it or leave it. You know, even, yeah. if, even if you do try something on, it doesn't have to be forever. Yeah. And this is a safe space, no judgment. Um, you know, and it's, it's never, it's never too much to talk about the meaning of the universe and it's never too little to talk about or, or too lack of, of depth to talk about poop, uh, poop <laughs> and, and even, even things of this 3d world, like money uh, that we've, that we've discussed in the past. And, yeah. um, I think that there is a dangerous place to live when you avoid bringing new information and new topics into your life for fear of somehow that they're going to penetrate your mind and it's going to take over your, your being and your, your uh, behavior without your permission or whatever. And I think that people avoid maybe just hearing other, maybe another person's opinion or ideas um, because they think, well, if I hear it, then I'm going to take it into my mm-hmm. life and, and I don't want to go there. And I think that there is this really beautiful middle ground where you can listen to someone or listen to a podcast or listen to an audiobook or whatever the thing is, watch a video on YouTube and be like, huh, that's really interesting. We have these conversations all the time where we watch something weird on YouTube and I'm like, interesting. I don't think that's real. I don't right. believe that, but it was just interesting to have in my mind for a second and, and to ask myself the question and to almost like test my intuition. Like, mm-hmm. does this seem like it's playing out? Does it resonate? Does it, it feel right to me? No, it doesn't. Okay. Well, I'm not going to take it into my being, Yeah. but I still allowed myself to go there. And, uh, I think that that's a, a really beautiful kind of skill to hone. It's an amazing muscle to build that is transferable to so many avenues in life. Yeah. It can start with how you uh, come to, to come to realizations in your own purpose and your own meaning in life, but it also something as simple as health, um, something as simple as where you want to live, like using yourself as the barometer for making decisions in life, mm-hmm. whether that, whether that be through any channel that I just mentioned, it's, it's such a great muscle instead of looking externally, mm-hmm. um, or following a set of laws that say you can or cannot do something, think something, you know, move somewhere yeah. using yourself as that decision-making criteria is fuck. That is a super powerful muscle. I'm not saying I yeah. haven't figured out by any means, but it's a, yeah. it's a good reminder. Well, and even today we're, um, we're talking about something that is crazy practical after, you know, recording the most recent episodes that are very, very, um, existential. So with that, I'm excited to jump into our topic today, which is travel medicines and travel tips and travel hacks, if you will. Yes. Talking about our travel medicine. Mm. And this is something that is really important to us. um, And we talk about all the time and we fully embody in our lives. And so it's very easy for us to speak to. And we are excited to share with you guys um, some of these may be known and unknown. Maybe some will be good reminders. Uh, Maybe some will be permission slips. Uh, But first, we're going to get into what we always do first. Mm. Um, Tell me, my love, my heroic magical king wow that's great what is in your mushy cup over there Mm, i am sitting on a beautifully designed um branded with the medicine uh coffee cup here 
if you have not checked these out, everybody, take a look at our website. I think there's still a few that are left yeah. for sale. Um, it's a really awesome branded medicine cup that says, let's get mushy. Um, I, I've already gone through a very early morning stack of my usual supplements. And what that means currently is I get up in the morning and I hit a little black ant powder. I hit a little sustanch. Um, I hit pine pollen. And um, then I that is a stack. That's a stack, and I put a little bit of um, Organifi chocolate gold in there, kind of make it a super muddy, chocolatey mocha. And um, that's kind of the first thing I have after having a big glass of mineral water uh, in the morning. So I'm already through uh, a lot of my traditional like mud mixtures. (laughs) Um, and that was a couple hours ago to get me get me going. That is from most of those are from Lost Empire Herbs. If you're interested, uh, we've done podcasts in the past with both Lost Empire Herbs and um, our our friend from Ergogenic Health, um, where uh, Lucas, where we chat about some of the benefits of these uh, niche fringe supplements. Mm-hmm. And so check out Lost Empire Herbs for any of those if you're interested. Uh, but what what I'm sipping on right now is just some hot water with some minerals from Cellcor, um, a little cinnamon, a squeeze of grape juice, mm-hmm. uh, fresh grape juice, grape grapefruit ju- juice, <laughs> grapefruit juice, um, and then a little bit of cinnamon. So, nice. That yeah. sounds kind of yummy. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's pretty tasty. I love it. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what about you, my love? I have <clears throat> in kind of preparation for a harder workout that I'm doing today. <laughs> Did you get it all? I got it. <laughs> in preparation for a harder workout um, today, later in a couple hours, um, I have a big tall glass of Organifi Red Juice that is packed with cordyceps, which increases my lung capacity and helps support um, healthy stamina, healthy energy, um, oxygen output, um, full of rhodiola, red beet, um, Siberian ginseng, all the good things to, to give me, um, kind of sustained energy throughout my day. And then I did put a, a dropper full of the, uh, Cellcor Mito ATP for mitochondrial support, because as you know, I'm sure, and many listeners, um, mitochondria are the, the backbone of energy. And oftentimes when we're lacking energy, when we feel fatigue, when we, what, we just don't feel like that oomph, that zhuzh of life, if you will, you can probably pin it on some level of mitochondrial dysfunction. And those are the little, the little powerhouses, the little batteries in our cell that literally create energy in our body. So they're, they're all over in our body. So having uh, some sort of mitochondrial support is critical. That's something that I, I do and I take every day because it's like, the foundation of Mm. health yeah so that's Mm. what i got i love that yeah if you guys haven't tried red i highly 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 recommend it you can actually swap it out for if you're taking some blue c4 whatever type of uh pre-workout yeah try red instead it's delicious it tastes like fruit punch it's amazing and totally safe for kids uh instead of you know sugary juice i think it has one gram or less than one gram Mm -hmm. of sugar um full of delicious berries antioxidants acai just incredible they nailed it with red and um i i basically have it every day but especially before a hard workout yeah and what you're not going to notice obviously is 
the jolt of energy that you might get with mm -hmm. a stimulant, like even a Red Bull or a five hour energy or a, um, you know, something like a C4 pre-workout. But what you are going to start experiencing in addition to just like an up leveling of your immune system in general with some of the adaptogens and the immunomodulating, um, you know, features of the product itself would be sustainable energy. Yeah. It's not going to, you're not going to find yourself having the crash that you might've had uh, yeah. with something stimulant based. You yeah. may not have the, like, I could freaking run up a wall right now with the amount of buzz that I'm getting off of <laughs> yeah. this caffeine. That's probably not healthy which, though. Red flag, everybody. Right. Uh, if you're starting to feel that way, that's indicative of something pretty gnarly coming yeah. uh, in, in the form of a crash or, you know, adrenal just exhaustion. So no. I explain it to people. It's more like when you get out of the gym, when you leave the gym and you think to yourself, like, damn, that was a really good yeah. workout. I mm -hmm. felt really strong. It's almost like after the fact, you realize, wow, that felt really good rather than during. You're like, oh my gosh, it hurts to sit still kind right. of feeling. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, that's great. And if you guys want to um, grab some Organifi, any Organifi, you can always use my code MamieFit. And there's always a link in the show notes if you like. You want to jump into some travel medicine? Let's do it. And I'm. this is, for lack of a better term, near and dear to my heart. Um, <laughs> I spent the first three to five years of my, uh, especially the first three, the last two of my kind of professional finance career, um, public finance career on the road. Uh, the first three very, very heavily, literally every Monday and Friday, this was coincided with the three years that we were married. Um, I was on an airplane every Monday and Friday. So um, up at four to five in the morning, taxi to an airplane out by 7 a.m. Um, Monday all the way through uh, hotels, Monday through Friday, dinners out Monday through Friday, different locations, time zones, etc. Uh, back on Friday. So this is near. And when I say dear to my heart, I, that's for lack of a better term, because I kind of did this the wrong way. Uh, not that it's my fault necessarily. I had no idea how to circumvent some of these uh, potentially detrimental negative side effects of traveling. Uh, but man, it really did a number on my, my physical health, my mental health, and obviously my relationship, you know, we mm -hmm. were after this, after these three years was when we actually divorced. And to say that that wasn't a contributing factor, the travel in, in my own, um, you know, who I was after doing for that for three years is, is, uh, would be a lie because it yeah. definitely contributed. It's not that we separated because you were traveling, but from my perspective, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but all of that, everything you just explained, like teed you up to be out of balance mm -hmm. and if there was any level of imbalance in me which of course there was that's a recipe for sort of relationship disaster it's not like the travel made us divorce but when you're that out of balance so consistently man I don't know a lot of people that could do that and not come out of it some level of imbalance right and when you don't it's like you had to go through the valley to then you know we talked about this with with adrian recently um you have to go through the darkness you have to go through the valley you have to go through those depths of lack of self-love in my case or you know imbalance um you know in your body in your mind to get to the other side of like ramping up the roller coaster where you feel like oh this is how it's supposed to be i'm just gonna stay here because i've experienced the lack, the void, the, the darkness. Mm -hmm. yeah. And this is definitely a case where, so it's like, it, it, this may seem like a more 
I guess, trivial maybe episode where it's like we're not diving deep into the cosmos and, you know, but it's still important because these things add up over time and can contribute to imbalances. Yeah. And and we can move on after this. I don't want to go too too long on my own, you know, travel uh, stories, but I did this really on both sides of, of the unbalanced um, traveling <laughs> uh, <laughs> lifestyle where... You know, to start out with, I was pretty young in my career and I had a corporate credit card for the first time. So what does that mean? That means endless wine in the evenings at the bar um, or beer or liquor. Um, it meant lobster dinners with bread and, um, you know, very like macaroni on the side. Um, it meant um, not getting into the amount of exercise like not getting exercise to the level that i needed to to stay healthy doing it the wrong way you know hotel mm -hmm. gyms once or twice a week because between work and at the time when i used to sleep in there was like no option for me to exercise well i of course started to feel that a year into this as in my early 20s and, and had this like oh my god i have to do something different i'm out of shape i don't feel well i'm not sleeping well from all this alcohol so I literally went to the opposite extreme where I'm getting up at four in the morning to get two hours worth of workout in on the road at the hotel gym, running myself into exhaustion, taking on these hacks like long fasts, um, only to then binge eat, not whole, whole, uh, complete meals full of the macronutrients and the micronutrients that I might need rather salads and smoothies <clears throat> and what appeared to be health on the surface, um, no alcohol, but using pre-workouts and using supplements like fat burners to mm -hmm. what what would appear to be healthy to make me like look better. Yeah. And so I've really been on both sides of the, of the spectrum here. Um, tons of caffeine that, that I either was not doing enough or not choosing the right thing on, on one polarity to the opposite of taking it to the full yeah. extreme of like literally being what would, many would consider orthorexic yeah. about my health behaviors while on the road. Yeah. Orthorexia meaning like you, you take those healthy practices to an extreme to the point where they become unhealthy. Yeah. So what we're going to share today is, is hopefully some level of middle ground where it's like you do have some planning and forethought and, um, kind of tools in your tool belt, but we're being very moderate about it. So, and I would say now that when I do travel, I still travel for work. Not often, but uh, I still do. We travel pretty frequently um, to visit family and, and take trips, et cetera. We not only do well with the, with the potential negative um, kind of side effects of traveling, but I would say that we thrive when we're there. Yeah. And oftentimes I come back into my home environment and feel as if it's been a restful um, recuperation of my well-being. Yeah. Love it. That's what we're aiming for. So that's what we want to share with you guys today. All right. You ready for the first one? Yes. Okay. So uh, I have uh, some, just some jotted notes here. And the first one we want to talk about is avoid eating on the plane and definitely avoid the airline food. Yes. And, you know, with this, um, with travel comes inevitable stress. And 
believe it or not, digestion does take a lot of energy and some could say stress on the body, right? It's it's, it's dipping into your energy stores to di- digest the food. So the first part of it, avoid eating on the plane, um, is to kind of preserve that energy for dealing with the other stresses that come with travel. Um, so I like to eat before I go to the airport if I can, unless it's like a, you know, 5am flight or 6am flight. Like I try to eat like an hour before I go on the plane. So I've given my body a little bit of time to digest before I step onto the plane. Yeah, that's, uh, I would definitely recommend that. Um, your body is very intelligent and it's aware of the fact that you're thousands of feet in the air mm-hmm. that you're at, which is just inherently dangerous to your subconscious mind. Um, similarly, the pressure in, in the cabin is, is definitely different than the normal um, environments. So your body's fully aware of these types of scenarios and it is not prioritizing non-essential functions at that point in time mm-hmm. because of the fight or flight state that you're in, digestion being one of them. So if you are eating food during or shortly before your flight time, um, in addition to the stress of, of packing and airports, the literal environmental stress of being in the plane will really impact your digestion. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I have talked to a lot of people, in it, and I know this myself, bloating, gas, and constipation are things that are very commonly associated with travel, especially near the, mm-hmm. the flying time. Yeah. Um, and And you're doing it perfectly because like you don't want to necessarily fast all day long if if the flight you know if you can accommodate a meal and proper digestion before that flight but if you are thinking about fasting and you do have an early morning flight i always say like what a perfect time to give it a try or Mm -hmm. or give your body that cellular autophagy for one day Mm -hmm. you can kind of stack it with this uh travel day that you might have yeah Hey, Boo Thang. If you're anything like me, you would rather receive a text than an email. The last thing I want to do at the end of a long workday is read more emails. You feel me? Introducing an addition to the medicine that is going to be perfect for you if you are the type of person who prefers a short and to the point nugget of wisdom more than reading a long blog post type email. We wanted a more personal way to reach our loyal listeners and medicine tribe, so now you can actually send and receive texts directly to me. Here's what you can expect from my regular text nuggets. Insights directly from me for personal development and self-care, favorite tips, tricks, and products I'm loving for my body and mind, tools to go deeper into your relationships and elevate your connection with your partner, Plus, you'll get first dibs on any promotions, inventory announcements, new partnerships we create, and so much more. If you want in on this goodness, text your full name to 619-268-5299 to sign up. Again, 619-268-5299. I can't wait to be text friends with you. Cheers and love. And uh, just because you're not eating on the plane, you know, I would just gracefully decline anything that, you know, the wonderful uh, flight attendant tries to give you. Just decline that. Um, It's inevitably got vegetable, canola, just 
horrible things that you yeah, don't want maybe, in your body. What are some of the ones that you're familiar with and, and why are like they nasty? Like the, the little biscuits that they give you, the biscoff or mm, whatever they're, they're so called. They're so good when you dip it in coffee. They are, but if you turn it over and look at the ingredient list, one of the first ingredients is vegetable oil yeah. or canola oil. Um, <laughs> so you're already in a stressful state. Let's add some cellular damage and DNA damage to your body. Like, no. If you must eat... If you must eat, like say you're on a 10-hour flight or you're traveling to Europe or whatever, like try to bring your own organic tried and true food, you know, things like organic fruit or nuts or, you know, Paleo Valley has these amazing superfood bars that come from regenerative farms and uh, these meat sticks that come from regenerative farms. Um, so if you, if you must eat, then bring your own trusted food so that mm. your body, things that your body already knows, it doesn't understand. It doesn't know the Biscoff cookies or whatever. Right. It's not going to recognize that as nutrients. It's going to recognize that as, oh, great, another freaking shitty, stressful thing that we have to deal with. Yeah. So Yeah. And similarly, those little like, you know, crunch packs, you know, they're a combination yeah. of like pretzels, pretzels and, and nuts and, and like, like sesame it, little cheese at wannabes and sesame yeah. sticks. It's just garbage. They're bathed in, in, uh, vegetable oils. And, um, you know, sometimes, yeah, you can't fast the entire time. You have a long flight. And honestly, sometimes it's nice to have something to kind of like look yeah. forward to on the plane. Um, you, you and I, I think do this well. But we'll bring something like Organifi Go Packs, whether mm -hmm. that be the Green Juice Go Pack or Gold. Pure. Um, Pure is great with hot water and it's a digestive aid. Mm -hmm. I would really think through what, if you are going to put something in your body besides water when you're on the plane, really think through um, the gut impact. Yes. Something very highly complex, even if it's healthy, like broccoli. Uh, is a little more challenging to just digest in general. So maybe something that's a little simpler for your digestion, um, something like bone broth, even which is which is gut, you know, supporting, uh, would be something that I think is beneficial on on the plane for digesting. And and things like choose choose grass fed, grass finished Paleo Valley beef sticks instead of. Um, the airport jerky, yeah, like the airport jerky, yeah. the jerky, and then then this is my last point with um, travel and eating at airports or on airplanes. How much money you got going on? Right. How excited are you about the twenty-seven dollar snack run that you uh, went on before you got on the plane to get literally like beef jerky and maybe a pack of gum? <laughs> <laughs> it's really expensive. It's so, so this insane. is going to save me money too. Um, my favorite thing to do is basically once I get through security, right before I get on the plane, I go and get a steamed almond or oat milk um, from you know a coffee shop and I bring my own King coffee rather mm -hmm. than take the airline coffee because I, I don't even know what's in there. I have no idea what that motor oil is. So I, I bring my own. So I we've usually got some combination of King coffee, um, a green go pack. We ask for like a, a little water bottle or we bring our own water. We drink that and then we ask for hot water and we mix that with the pure. And so we've got a, an array of, of, uh, drinks and, mm. uh, it's, I, I love it. I, we've got our stack down. Yeah. It, it makes it a little more exciting for sure. The, yeah. the last thing I'll say, and this is just poking fun at airlines is I love when they put on their like menus, um, some like chef's name next to the food. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, the Gordon Ramsay <laughs> culinary collection. And it's shit. Yeah. It, it like 
the grocery store frozen food section looks more decadent than the stuff they're rolling out of these like completely space suit looking like like space station looking food like and and people are so freaking desperate on a plane (laughs) they're like oh give me any food right Right. like give give me anything that resembles earth it is really funny when you watch when you get out of the habit of just accepting whatever a flight attendant gives you just like oh I, i must eat this because someone's giving it to me um because if you just look around people are receiving it, eating it right away. No one is asking themselves, am I even hungry right now? Does my body even need or want food? It's just like food there. I'll eat it. Right. And then, and then it's like, when you look at first class, we're kind of like ranting at this point. This is just (laughs) cracking me up. First class in the environment, like your circumstance changes your perspective on everything. You know, these people are getting like something fresh ish, like three pieces of like half a berry and like nine, (laughs) blades of grass that are supposed to be a salad and you look at it you're like god whatever they're doing up there i have to be a part of this the elusive like you're so jealous but it's 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 nothing it's like pretend food still yeah yes so hope we uh scared you and um uh uh inspired you at the same time there absolutely (laughs) all right next one we're going to talk about this is more for like a car trip or a day trip but bring your own clean water. And the word I want to emphasize there is clean. I'm not just talking about filling up a gallon tank or container with just tap water. Um, If you have a great system in your house, um, whether that be some, some sort of water structuring device or a lot of people have like Kangen water. Um, We have a wonderful uh, water system from Greenfield Naturals. Um, if you guys know of Ben Greenfield, I'm sure many of you have heard of him. Uh, this is his dad's company, um, who's a sort of water guru, and it goes through this biochemical cleansing process, bioenergetic cleansing process, and then it goes through a structuring device where it's actually structuring the water molecules in a way that now they are living rather than dead. Um, so that's the water that we use and. Yeah, we're going to get hopefully get Gary on the podcast here yes. uh, one of these days. Bucket list guest for sure. Yeah. Um, but I've been inspired lately to um, bring our own water because I can tell when we go other places and um, you can just taste. You can taste the chemicals, the pharmaceuticals. You can taste the just cringeworthiness of c- certain waters. Mm-hmm. And so I would encourage you if you have a clean water system, bring your own. Yeah, and on the note of water, um, in addition to bringing your own, <clears throat> picking up for yourself um, some some minerals that you can add to your water. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even if you don't have, like, let's just say you don't have a structuring device like we have at your house, but many, many people have access to filtered water. Um, I would say a couple things. If you're going to pack your water, carry your water, or if you go to the grocery store and get... Mm-hmm. Um, water from a water bottle that's been, you know, filtered, or maybe it's artesian, grab yourself some minerals. Uh, for instance, we use Cellcor's um, minerals that we add back into our water. As we all know, um, so much of our water supply has been demineralized, uh, which is so incredibly important for, for our health. So picking some of those up, um, you can get them from like Cellcor's website, which we can drop a link in the, in the notes. You can also go to somewhere like Whole Foods or a natural market and just, and look for, mineral add-ins for your water um and then i would say if you're if you are interested in structuring your water 
on the road. Um, it can also be done through even even putting it in like glass and uh, get, giving it some sunlight. There are some structuring benefits to the water. I'm not going to say it's going to completely structure your water uh, like that of a proper structuring device, uh, but getting it out um, of plastic mm-hmm. or a container and into something glass, um, giving it some exposure to nature through direct sunlight mm-hmm. can actually revitalize that water from an energetic standpoint. This is something, you know, just the topic of water that I, I, I started hearing about years ago in my like health journey or whatever, my health discoveries, the snowball that was my life discovering all these podcasts and things. And I would hear people talking about clean water, this clean water, clean water, structured water. And I ignored it for so mm-hmm. long because it just seemed like too daunting of a thing to get a whole water system or to make sure that every drop of water I drink is clean. But when we, we as humans are over 99% water, all of our cells and molecules are made up of water. If you are fueling that, if you're giving your body and your cells dirty water, and I don't mean just like dirty stream water or from a foreign country water, I'm talking about from the tap. It's full of things like birth control and pharmaceuticals that people put down the drain, things like fluoride and um, uh, you know, it's, it's free of maybe bacteria. It, it's been stripped of the bacteria and the, the, the pathogens that could maybe make us sick, but it's also stripped and void of all life too. Right. Um, so I think if you haven't looked into clean water for your house, for yourself, um, I would, this is your invitation to, this is your nudge to look into that. And I've even seen people, I think Greenfield Naturals has an option if you're just starting out and maybe don't have the funds to put towards an expensive system. I've seen people that have a portable device that they just pour all their water Mm -hmm. through and it cleanses and structures the water and they just pour it into like a water bottle and that's what they drink. Just start somewhere. But water is so so critical and it's so simple sometimes we overlook it totally and when you're on the road um you have so many things that are against you when it comes to your health and well-being um we'd already talked about what it what it can do to you to get up in the air on an airplane the stress of packing you know being somewhere new in your environment your fight or flight is automatically triggered um you're dehydrated oftentimes from not consuming how many times have we all like not been able to take water on a plane not drink Mm -hmm. enough do yourself a favor start your mornings when you're on the road with just a ton of this great water uh especially if you're going out to eat i mean constipation like i said constipation bloating farting these types of things are not uncommon for travelers and uh it's crazy how much assistance you can give your body by just staying hydrated with the Mm -hmm. proper hydration right and that may not mean a ton of coffee Right. Yep. Totally agree. All right. Ready for the next one? Yeah. What do you got? So this is one that we absolutely live and die by. Maybe not die. We love, we love this one. Um, when you get to where you are going, whether that be a day trip, a car trip, or, you know, from a a plane or whatever, when you get to where you're going, find the nearest Whole Foods, Sprouts, Trader Joe's, or other natural market and load up on organic healthy food. Even if say you're going back home and visiting your parents, um, even if, and this is exactly what we do. Um, we go out of our way to load up with our own food. Mm -hmm. Not only are you, 
are you adding to the, the house rather than taking from, from your host and being like, oh, I'm going to eat all your food. But you're also basically stacking the deck in your favor to make sure that if you are hungry or whatever, if you want a snack, you have healthy options available. Um, that's not to, you know, poo-poo on your your mom's cooking or what she's got going on, but it can add a lot of stress to your body if you're just relying on what they have. Um, and, and you can really get out of alignment when it comes to food when you travel and, and go visit these places. And so just stacking the deck in your favor with your own food supply is so helpful. Yeah, whether you're a guest in somebody's home, um, it's it's or whether you're going out to eat, like you're staying in a hotel and you're going mm-hmm. out to eat all the time. Um, something that I've done for some time now, and you and I both do this, is like you said, we have our own healthy little like mini fridge of sorts yeah. um, that we that we carry around, and it it helps in a couple of ways. Like if you go out to a restaurant or you're consistently going out to eat, oftentimes you're potentially with a group of people. You don't have much choice that you're you're not getting to a farm to table restaurant, perhaps, and it's more like a pub environment or like right. a steakhouse environment. There are options on that menu. That being said, for me in in my past, the options are maybe there's a salad mm-hmm. and everything else on the menu. It's like a gastro pub like or fried. something where yeah. I just I do not want to um, do something detrimental to my health at that point in time. Sometimes whatever you have a burger, fries, not a big deal. Eighty twenty, right? Um, but for the majority of time, I do not want to put that stuff into my body. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I also don't want to be rude, like right. in the environment and, and especially in like a business meeting or something, it is important to like be able to be a part of the, yeah, the, the community. So having something like, you know what, I know that I'm going to have to choose the salad. Um, and I know that it's not going to actually fill me up or give me the nourishment that I need, but, uh, it's the better option compared to all these other things on the menu. Yeah. What I can do either before or after is tap into my. Uh, you know, healthy snack pack of sorts, mm-hmm. or even if it comes to the point of like having enough food to create a, a meal, I'm mm-hmm. going to do that instead of jeopardize my actual nutrition uh, while on the road. Right. Yeah. What we did, we recently went to Sedona and, uh, you know, we're staying in a town that has plenty of, you know, food options and restaurants and this and that. But um, if you go and load up, you're less likely to choose convenience foods or fast foods, or say you're out at a restaurant and, you know, dessert sounds really good. And not that that's bad all that, you know, sometimes, um, you can indulge sometimes for sure. But for the most part, if dessert sounds really good, we could, we oftentimes look at each other and be like, but we have those keto bites back at the hotel Mm -hmm. or we have, you know, uh, that dark, dark chocolate that we got at the store. Like we're fine. Let's go back, watch a movie. We'll pop a couple squares and, and that'll be, that'll be good. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, it's just nice to have more options available to you, um, rather than always having to choose like convenience foods or, or whatever. Definitely. You know, another thing, um, that is really tough when you're on the road if you don't want to have more than like one glass of wine or maybe one beer or maybe no alcohol at all, um, it can be challenging, especially socially in a group or with family or friends, um, to abstain from drinking anything. Yeah. Um, I do it often where I just like, Oh no, thank you. I'm not drinking tonight, but I still want to have something fun. Mm -hmm. Um, or maybe I've had a little bit of wine, but I don't want to have much more. I don't want to get drunk. Um, I don't want that much sugar in my body. 
Um, so I will bring some things here, here we go again, talking about go packs, but mm-hmm. I will bring like an Organifi pure or an Organifi, uh, green go pack. It's a great way to promote, uh, you know, my company, but at the same time, it does make it more exciting and enjoyable for me to like partake in something tasty mm-hmm. while I'm either waiting for my food or whether I'm socializing with yeah. other people. And <clears throat> it may be weird to like mix something together at the table in front of people but I would uh, from experience it's a good conversation starter. it's only weird the first time you do it and yeah. you'll find that the first time you do it people might be like what is he doing but they're more curious than they are judgmental yeah um, they're more like oh what is that and it, it's it oftentimes starts conversation we we love to bring the pure go packs to dinner like if we're going out to dinner and instead of you know getting a cocktail or, or a beer or uh, you know a uh, eight dollar tea we just we ask for hot water and we just pour the pure and stir it in and it's a one it's it's amazing to sip on um as a substitute but also it primes your gut with the uh, digestive enzymes and the apple cider vinegar Mm -hmm. for digestion so it's it's a win-win-win absolutely yeah and this may seem somewhat neurotic to some of you if you've never done this type of thing um and I can understand that. I can, I can, I can empathize. I can sympathize with that. But this is something that could be the difference in coming away from your trip or your vacation feeling really good, or coming away feeling bloated, constipated, and kind of in that guilt phase where you're on the tail end of a trip and you're like, man, I really overdid it every single day. I indulged every single day. I ate stuff that I didn't really want to eat. So it, it's it's the difference there, and yeah. and it's that moderation muscle of thinking ahead, planning ahead, not being crazy about it. We're still partaking in the communion uh, with our you know loved ones and and eating out, but we are also planning a little bit ahead. So yeah. that moderation. There's a lot of things you can't control when you're traveling. Um, you know, environment. Yeah. What bed you're staying in, um, but the little things like changes changes like this you know one little sliver here and there can actually complement the things that you are unable to really um, change on your trip and by the end of it it really can like be the be the band-aid on um, what is a, uh, an experience that can throw you out of your normal rhythms of, of a healthy mm-hmm. lifestyle yep totally so as we're on the topic of food and you know some of the things we pick up on the, at the grocery store uh, we also pack um, some must have supplements wherever we go. Um, so I'm curious for you, you know, what are some of the things that you make sure to bring in sort of your like supplement daily or, or just to have in case, uh, Mm -hmm. type pack when you, when you travel. Hello, we're going to talk about everybody's favorite topic, acne. (laughs) It's actually become one of the things that I really enjoy talking about, believe it or not because I've found products that actually work. Uh, After two years of battling cystic acne when my hormones were in the tank, then another year on top of that to figure out how to get rid of my scars, I finally feel really, really good about the products that I'm using now. Something that I think that people don't realize about the journey of healing acne is that it's not only a physical journey, it's actually a mental battle too. I remember the days where I would just stare at my skin in the mirror and cry, feeling like I was doing all of the right things, and still every day a new blemish or a new scar would show up. 
Uh, fast forward to now, I get compliments on my skin looking beautiful all the time. And trust me, I never thought I would hear that again. Okay, so what am I using? Great question. I use the anti-acne and anti-aging skincare line called Clear Stem Skincare. Their main goal is to provide us with products that actually work and have zero hormone disruptors. Okay, here's a spoiler. Some of the most expensive skincare lines still have hormone disruptors. They still have ingredients that could be perpetuating your acne problem. The ingredient list is really, really, really important. And that's Clearstem's like commandment number one, making sure that all of their products have only anti-inflammatory, brightening, antioxidant, and healing ingredients. Personally, I use the daily exfoliating vitamin scrub every morning in the shower. Then when I get out, I use the Clarity Serum. And you want to wait at least 15 minutes after this serum because it's balancing the pH of your face, which is really important for healing. Then after those 15 minutes, I follow up with their signature Cell Renew Serum, which is made for repairing damaged skin like acne scars or hyperpigmentation. Plus, the Cell Renew has reishi mushroom extract in it, so obviously I'm obsessed. If you want to get your hands on this gold, just go to clearstemskincare.com and use the code MIMIFIT at checkout. That's clearstemskincare.com, then M-I-M-I-F-I-T for a hefty discount. I know you and your face are going to absolutely love this stuff. Cheers, boo. Yeah, I'll maybe share my top three because there's it's a lot. It's a it's a it's a Ziploc full, and a lot of them are just in case. You know, just in case I get constipated for whatever reason, I have um, you know a bowel mover or something like that. Uh, it's not like a laxative. It just like helps facilitate that. Um, so a lot of these are uh, just kind of prophylactic and just in case. But the ones that I will not leave the house without. I wouldn't necessarily consider this a supplement, but um, my King Coffee packets, I have gotten to the point now where my body loves it so much, I can tell within one or two sips of regular coffee, even if it's fair trade organic, the acidity really bothers my body, my stomach, my digestion, so I cannot leave the house without that. King Coffee all the way. And I would say um, I also... We've already spoken about it, but uh, the minerals, um, uh, the minerals that I add to water, because oftentimes I'm drinking maybe bottled water or the airport water that's in the, you know, the little automatic dispenser thing. Um, So I'd like to add minerals back in. And then usually we already have a stack of Organifi sent to the place that we're we're going. So I'm not, I'm going to leave that out, but everyone knows that I, I go hard on the Organifi. So that's there. Um, but I would say from a supplement standpoint as well, um, I also bring Tudka from Cellcore with me wherever I go. I take it every day. It's, um, liver support as we're engaging in, you know, having foods that we might not have all the time, maybe drinks or desserts or just, um, my, 
you know, new air, whatever, you're in an environment, your, your body, your liver is filtering through everything. And I want my body to have that extra support when it comes to, uh, liver support, because it, it, it all like comes back to the liver because it's filtering out everything. So I want to make sure it's, um, supported there. So Tudka, it's a very long name. That's a, that's a, an acronym for the, the, the type of acid that this is, but definitely check out Tudka. That was one that ergogenic health Lucas talked about as yeah. well. He talks about it a lot on his page, um, as a digestive liver support that is critical for keeping your drainage pathways open. Yeah, definitely. What um, about you? Yeah. All those things, uh, we travel together most of the time, but definitely all those things. Um, I, I'm even to the point now where, although I, I, have a very rich history of drinking coffee all over the place and all over the world as I travel. Um, I don't go now without um, King Coffee or or Organo's Black Instant Coffee um, because if I'm not able to get a trusted source of my of my black coffee, I will use those. Um, additionally, I don't know about you guys, but I am always <laughs> challenged by um, sleep on the road. And so if I go, I'm not going to do it every single night or right away, but if I have a struggling, um, week of sleep with, you know, one, maybe two days in a row where I haven't slept great, I'm going to bring something like a melatonin or a CBD sleeping, uh, supplement mm -hmm. that can naturally help me get to sleep. I'm not going to bring a sleeping aid, uh, like a, like a, prescription sleeping pill or something. Yeah. Um, I'm probably not even going to even think about something like a NyQuil or a Tylenol PM. Um, but I will exhaust the natural resources for potentially helping with my sleep. Yeah. Um, in addition to, we like Ned for that. Ned. Absolutely. Yeah. Ned hemp oil, um, or Ned, uh, CBD sleep, uh, is, is amazing there. Um, I'm bringing all sorts of Organifi. No, no doubt about that. Um, in addition to Tudka, uh, bringing along digestive enzymes, you know, if I'm out at a steakhouse, for instance, and I'm going to be putting down a 16 ounce, uh, you know, piece of red meat, yeah. I definitely want some digestive help. That's a little abnormal for me. Um, and another, another product that I really like on the road is, uh, for, I like to have dessert when I'm, whether vacationing or traveling. And if I'm at my mom's and she's making something amazing, uh, th th that's sugary, I'm going to, I'm going to have a treat and, um, I bring a blood sugar regulating supplement that I can take beforehand that assists in the, um, spike in your, in your blood sugar after having something that's a little higher in carbohydrates. And so I use key on lean, uh, which has some really awesome ingredients like bitter meal and extract, which can actually keep, uh, that blood sugar, um, level regulated, um, and potentially mitigate the impacts of what a sugary meal can have. Yeah. It's not going to cure anything, uh, or prevent, you know, sugar from going into your body at all, but it definitely <laughs> does help. So I like to keep those, uh, at, in my, in my travel pack as well. Yeah. We're the weirdos that are popping Keon lean, uh, <laughs> at, right. at, at the, the dinner table before we know we're going to have something sugary. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good stack and, and we'll have links to all of these things in the show notes if you guys are interested in checking them out. All right. Ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay. So the next one is get grounded and look at the sun. Mm. Um, and this is something that 
is I'm inviting myself to do more. Um, it's, it's really easy to do when you're going to like, say you're going on vacation to Hawaii or something or Coronado and you, you know, find the beach and you're walking the beach for an hour and you feel so good. That's a really easy way to get grounding in and get earthed and, um, receive those benefits of, of those negative ions that come into your body and balance out the, the excess of positive ions in our body and, um, that is, is really easy to do. It's, it's a little harder to do this when you're, say, going home, you know, to Spokane uh, for, for Christmas. <laughs> it's like, right. uh, there's three feet of snow. Yeah. But I still invite you. It's not going to hurt you for uh, maybe a couple minutes or so to get your feet on the earth. Wherever you end up, whether it's warm or cold, get your feet on the earth and get some negative ions into your body to help balance out the positive ions that can... Um, if you get this excess of positive ions, it can actually interfere with the, the, the nutrients and the electromagnetic gradient that, that exists with every cell. So when we get these negative ions into our body, it helps kind of usher out those positive ions and we are more balanced. We decrease inflammation, all these good things. That's why you feel so good after you walk the beach. Um, the same thing can happen maybe, uh, you know, in, in places like Spokane or, or wherever you're going, um, just get your feet on the earth. Yeah, no, that's a great reminder. Um, and in bare feet, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, ideally it's sand or a park or, you know, in the water or in a lake, if it's, um, if you're in a snowy, darker environment, you know, may not be appealing to put your bare toes in the snow. Uh, but even something like, um, I, I'm not talking like, Oh, I'll make sure to go for a walk this week. It's like when you land, when yeah. you get out of the car, yeah. get yourself out in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's, even if it's a cul-de-sac and it's, uh, or it's a, it's a downtown city street, like get some fresh air, look at the sun, um, mm-hmm. and your circadian clock will will start to sync up with with your environment which actually brings me to my to my next uh or to my comment on this uh as it pertains to um circadian rhythms and and light exposure Mm -hmm. there was actually and i was listening to a podcast um about it but there was a recent study that actually um revealed a retinal circuit for encoding the types of light that is most prominent at sunrise um, and sunset and the actual output of that circuit um, is actually communicating to the brain's master circadian clock. Um, so by the subconscious, which is processing the sky's uh, colors that are changing around these times, it's actually a key stimulant for communicating both morning and evening information to the circadian timing of the brain. So what that means um, is, and I think what they what they mentioned was within one to two hours like of sunrise, or within one to two hours before the sun sets, if you can get your actual eyeballs on those uh, rays of light at that point in time, your body is going to be much more in tune with, I need to start awakening if it's the morning, or I'm going to start down regulating into sleep Mm -hmm. if it's the evening. And it has something to do with the point at which the sun is in the sky mm-hmm. and how it shines through um like the earth's atmosphere to give that communication to your eyeballs thus to yeah. your brain which is just mind-blowing beautiful and amazing like the body is innately infinitely wise 
Yeah. So incredible. And this pertains to whether you're traveling or not, but like what a hack to get synced up with uh, the earth. If you'd prefer to be awake in the morning and if you'd prefer to want to go to sleep at night, which most people do, unless you're working night shifts or something odd like that, um, this is a great practice. So Mm -hmm. you, you land somewhere, you get out of the car somewhere, get your eyeballs on the sunrise within the first two hours of the day, get your eyeballs on the sunset. Uh, within the last two hours of the day and see what happens to your um, natural inclination for alertness and or sleepiness. Mm -hmm. It also just increases endorphins when you're able to (laughs) see a sunrise or a sunset. How many times are you looking at the sunrise and it's like, we've seen 1000 in our life, but Mm -hmm. when you see a really beautiful one or, or you're just recognizing that you're taking the time to stop and watch the sunset, there is this like rush of like, I just feel good. And I don't know if it's placebo or what, but I feel it in my body. And um, I can't help but think that that translates to a more peaceful, more restful state in the evening and during sleep. Uh, We talk about this often, but when you're in your micro world, things seem of so much more importance. you know, what's going on in the news, what's going on in your, in your job, you're getting emails, you're getting pinged. Um, the little stresses in your small world seem huge. Yeah. If your perspective is just in a bubble, Mm -hmm. when you stare at something like the sunrise, the sunset, the ocean mountains, the sky, your brain automatically is aware of the fact that you're insignificant in the grand scheme of the universe insignificant in the most beautiful way Mm -hmm. insignificant in the sense that man my little my little microcosm of a world actually doesn't have that much weight in the grand scheme of the universe yeah but there is this and and if you've done this you know there's this feeling of i may this may seem insignificant like my my concerns are insignificant but my well-being is still significant Mm -hmm. And, and i have a right to want to feel here and in place and that I belong. Mm -hmm. And that is something, it's a little, you know, woo woo, I guess you could say, but, um, it's something incredibly important for managing stress. And it's this little permission that you don't have to worry about the little things in your life because you're a part of something more grand. Right. And I think that we get reminded of that. I think on a maybe subconscious level, even if we're not going through the beautiful explanation that you just provided, but that's a, why people feel so good when they get into nature. When mm-hmm. you forest bathe in Asia, in Japan, forest bathing is actually prescribed, meaning all you're doing is walking in nature. You're just walking through the forest yeah. and immersing yourself for maybe 45 minutes or an hour. There's a reason why that's prescribed. It's because it actually works and it, it connects you to something bigger than yourself, but also... Yeah, it's this weird feeling when you're standing and looking at an ocean where you're like, this is so vast. I can't even begin to comprehend. I am, I'm so tiny and insignificant, but somehow I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I still feel like I'm part or a part of something much bigger than myself. And maybe my little world on its own is insignificant, but me part of nature is significant. Yeah. It's kind of strange to, t- to talk about and to explain. It's sort of ineffable, but I know y'all get me. Um, anytime you've looked at a, an ocean and felt that way, that's 
I think that's what's going on yeah, in, exper- on the inside. Experiential knowledge, not yeah. um, words can't put it uh, into into its proper explanation, mm-hmm. but go out and experience it and you'll know what we're talking about. Totally. All right. Ready for the last one? Yes. Last, but definitely not least, for people who, like us, like to move, like to exercise, and that doesn't change when you're on vacation, something important to keep in mind is to avoid high-stress exercise, aka don't go for your one rep max while you're, you know, lifting at the hotel gym or don't, you know, maybe jump into a a super high-intensity interval training routine while you're on the road, while you're traveling. Um, And, you know, this just goes back to with travel, there's inevitable stress. Mm -hmm. And once you step back and look at all the stressors that are going on, even if it's excitement, your body still translates that as stress. Mm -hmm. So if you're adding, yeah, I'm going to go for this super hard workout, blah, blah, blah. Like having that high stress exercise or, or workout lift is going to be actually detrimental to your health rather than, rather than having a positive influence. Absolutely. Um, maybe you're up early and you haven't slept well. Um, you're getting on an airplane. We already talked about the stressors of the airport, the airplane. Um, you're probably stacking on something that is catabolic, like coffee or caffeine, which isn't bad, uh, in isolation, but thinking about the stress bucket, that thing's pretty full. Maybe you're, Mm -hmm. maybe you're on the road to work and you have a work day ahead of you that you're adding stress to, to go into the gym and look at it from a, I'm, I need to work off this food that I just ate, um, the stress of the day is only going to add more to your stress bucket. Like you mentioned, it's going to start deteriorating your body and your mind. Um, if it's the first part of your trip, man, your body could also be locked up. You know, you've been sitting on an airplane or you've been sitting in a car, get out in the nature. We already talked about it. Spend some more than usual time in, um, grooving those muscles for exercise, uh, stretching, you know, static mobility work, even meditation to lower the, uh, fight or flight state that your body might be in and then hit the gym, you know, and hit the gym doing an ex- uh, an exercise or a, or a workout protocol that you're familiar with, that mm-hmm. you're aware of. Don't go try the brand new machine that you've never done before right. in the gym or the elliptical yeah. that's like super goofy. Yeah. I've done that where I've been like, damn, there's not a whole lot going on here. Um, but I have to get, I have to burn enough calories. I'm yeah. going to jump on this goofy workout machine that's at the hotel gym that I've never used in my mm-hmm. life. And all of a sudden I'm so freaking sore. My back hurts all week because I'm doing something in a fight or flight state that I've never done before. Yeah. You're better off doing just body weight exercises, yeah. push-ups, pull-ups, squats, you know, tricep dips, just use your body as, as the weight right. rather than using these weirdo machines. Um, and I think it, we've definitely done this. We've both done this. Can you please tell the story of <laughs> when you like got done with your night and you went and like worked oh. out after? I mean, this is how dumb I was, <laughs> uh, but kind of in the transition phase from when I used to travel, which was just like eat, drink, work, sleep, occasionally work out. I started like, oh my God, okay, I need to start working out more regularly, um, but I started off with like, I couldn't refuse the wine and the beer in the evening. So it was not uncommon for me, especially on a travel day. I'd get up in Seattle five in the morning, 
um, airplane, work all day, crush caffeine all day. We go out for a big dinner, like steak dinner. I'm slamming beer and wine, you know, bourbon. It's nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, and we're back at the hotel. And I'm like, I haven't worked out today. I, I told myself I'd work out every day. I'm going to go down and jog for 30 minutes on the treadmill. <laughs> I would literally be drunk. It's not, it's like we're laughing, but I don't want anybody to think this is like something they should try. No. I would jog drunk on the treadmill to, to try to burn off the shit that I'd done to myself previously. Right before sleep. Right before sleep. And then I'd go, I'd go to bed only to like not sleep all night. Get up at five in the morning because now I don't have to go on an airplane the next morning. I'm there for the week and, you and just work out up. again. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> We don't do that now. We don't. And I wondered why I was, you know. <clears throat> out of balance. Out of balance, like losing my hair, um, <laughs> like literally unable to put weight on my body. So if you choose to exercise while you're on the road, stick to restorative movements, you know, do yoga with your partner in the um, in the hotel room. Uh, we, we like to travel with bands, like mm-hmm. rubber bands. Um, uh, and uh, also like hip bands, like the the thicker ones that you can put around your legs for things like lunges and squats, and and uh, so you can just do that in your room. You don't even need a gym. Some places don't even have gyms. You can still get those those slow and restorative movements while still feeling like okay, I moved my body, I got loose, I'm mobile, I'm not just in a ball from you know, sitting in a car or sitting on a plane. So there are ways to get around it and kind of be moderate with <clears throat> with your overall health in mind, not your one rep max. Yeah, between just standard kind of yoga and or static mobility or stretching yeah. plus rubber bands, you can have an hour's worth of a really supportive workout any day, any environment. Yeah. Hotel room, parents' house, um, literally anywhere. Yep. Yep. And other things like, you know, walking. Wherever you're going, just walking. Yeah. We're made to walk. Go on a long walk with your partner at sunset and hit hit two of two birds with one stone. Totally. I you know, I don't jog a whole lot anymore um uh, here at home, but what I like to do is when I'm on the road, take a 15-minute jog. It's it's new programming. My body likes the diversity. It's not strenuous. Yeah. It's something that is actually um, supportive of being anabolic, not catabolic. And so I like to, to take low impact things like walking or jogging and do them or do them in a way that is different than what I would, how I would do them at home. It's, it's, it's a great little hack for your body. Your body loves the change and the diversity when it's not from a lens of stress and catabolic. Yep. Totally agree. Mm, Those are good. Yeah, those are good. I'm like, I'm like getting inspired by us. I'm ready to travel. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you guys uh, have a really good one that we didn't touch on or you just have, have thoughts about this or questions, you can always hit us up. Um, Chase is uh, at the Chasen one on Instagram. Um, I am at Mimi the Medicine on Instagram. We're always here. You can slide into our DMs. Um, you can also email us, medicinepodcast at gmail, um, and let us know. Let us know what you thought. We would love to see um, you share this episode. Just hit that little arrow button and send to someone that you love or you know, take a screenshot and share to your story. This is how 
this is how we spread good information is by, you know, using the, the beautiful benefits of social media and the internet for things like this, spreading good information. This is information that I know both of us five years ago absolutely needed. Mm. We were desperate for. We didn't know we were desperate for it, but we were desperate for it. So you never know when sharing this information is literally going to change someone's life. So we appreciate everyone that, that shares this podcast and shares the episode you truly, truly make our day when you do that, and we are so grateful to you. Before we sign off, what for you, my love, my king, my soul match, is the medicine for you today? Mm, my medicine today, this is something I would do after travel, uh, especially within the first couple of days of returning from my trip, um, but I'm doing it because I like to do this every couple of weeks regardless of travel, is uh, a coffee enema. Mm. And, um, we had a pod, an entire podcast about it at one point in time, but it's become something that is a uh, practice every two or three weeks that I love to do. So I will be partaking this morning in a coffee enema, love it. um, to do a little bit of a reset, um, get my body, uh, cleansed to some degree. And if you're interested in all the benefits of coffee enemas, uh, we will drop a link in the show notes for that episode. Yes. Getting that liver support. Absolutely. Love it. What for you is your medicine today, my sweet love? <laughs> um, I read something this morning that really hit me hard and it's something I know, but it's, it's just a good reminder. Um, it was a quote in the, the book that I'm rereading original blessing. And it was this woman saying, uh, speaking to self-love and having Basically, if you do not have a healthy self-love, there is no other love. You cannot fully experience other love unless you have a healthy self-love. And with that, I just like read that and I just, it's something that I need to be reminded of over and over and over. And eventually it'll be just in my DNA. But with that self-love, I am approaching, um, I have a new uh, a workout routine coming my way, new workout regimen. And I, instead of using this as a tool to look awesome in my bathing suit or like lose weight or get lean or this or that, I'm approaching it from the, the lens of self-love. I am doing this for my body. I'm not doing this to my body in some weird way of punishment. Mm. I am doing this for my body because I want to have this, you know, sustained, uh, this feel good, this longevity, this, this sustainability for um, movement and, and appreciating my body through exercise and mobility yeah. and movement. And so I'm, I'm approaching this with self-love in mind mm. and uh, just taking that into my day and um, into my being. I love that. I'm so excited for you. Yeah, me mm. too. All right, you guys, thanks for joining us under the red hat. Take one thing on your next trip. Uh, that you heard today, or, or all of them. I hope you were taking voracious notes. Um, but take take one thing at least into your next travel day um, or trip. And um, 
we are so excited to hear your feedback on this. So go spread some light. We appreciate you so much. Okay, bye. bye. If you liked this episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to listen. This will ensure that every episode drops into your library automatically. And if you have a recommendation for a podcast guest or topic, you can always email themedicinepodcast at gmail.com. Remember, there's no E at the end of medicine. And let us know your big idea. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, cheers, boo.